Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. This is Boxing with Chris Manning. Oh, somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, it is a big week in boxing, so why not post an extra episode of the podcast? We are live on AMP right now, so if you like this podcast and want a earlier version of the podcast or to get it sooner you can listen of course on amp follow me there uh sergio mora the former junior middleweight champion disown broadcaster he is with me to break down everything uh about ryan garcia against tank davis sergio uh i was talking to akin barack earlier in the week about how big this fight is like what kind of level is this fight on your opinion what you know how big is this fight uh, I keep saying this is a, this, this, what is it, Gen Z, this generation, Gen Z's version of Hagler Hearns. I think uh, I'm, I'm going to actually switch it up a little bit. I think it's as big in popularity as uh, De La Hoya Mayweather. I really do. Because it's, that's it's pretty still, big. That's pretty that's big. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. And we're going to find that out. That was 2.4 million pay per view buys, I think. Right? I think like, we're going to get one. I think we're going to get high one point something in this. I don't, I don't know about I, that. <laughs> that's a lot, sir. All right. That's how big it is. I'm telling you right now, I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying that. I'm saying that right now. It's going to You go think this fight exceeds a million pay per view buys? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think uh, I think this, this generation is going to surprise a lot of people. I mean, they spend money, man. They, spend they, money. they also steal stuff. Like, they pirate stuff. Like, your kids are smarter than you when it comes to technology, and they're like eight. You're right. No, you're right about that. But uh, I, I really think they're going to invest the money into wanting to watch this kid. He's so popular. Ryan Garcia is very, very popular, and they're going to want to buy. Tank my is kid, more popular. Speaking of my kid. Tank, Tank is probably more popular. My kids don't know Tank. I got an eight-year-old boy who knows who Ryan Garcia is. He yeah. doesn't know Tank Davis. Now, Tank Davis... He's popular with the boxing uh, fan. With with he has his own fan base. I love Tank Davis. This is gonna be a mega fight, uh, but I really do think it, it exceeds one million buys. Hold my word on that. That's a lot. That's a lot of buys. I, I do think it is the biggest, most marketable fight that we've seen 
in a few years, at least, you've got to go back to like the first couple of Canelo Golovkin fights to really find something more marketable. I guess Fury Wilder was also pretty marketable. Fury, though, probably lesser known in the U.S. than uh, than Garcia and Tank are, certainly. Uh, but it's a mega event, and I think it's going to draw a lot of eyeballs. I tell you, just being around town, you know, the last you know couple of days, people talk about this. I go to NBA games. Absolutely. Guys are asking me about this. So it's definitely captivated the attention of the uh, the main. All right, Quick question: Over under? What do you think it does? Pay per view? Four hundred thousand, probably. I'll, I'll bet you anything you want. It easily exceeds eight hundred thousand. I mean, my, my I don't problem. Know what you're I, don't want, about. I don't want to make this about pay per view, but like, I don't look. Ten years ago, yes, I'd probably agree with you, but people are more sophisticated now. They steal stuff. That's just the way it goes. Huh. You just it's just oh, the way it okay, goes. So no, 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 no. Sophisticated and thieves. No, hand in hand. No, it's not going to work that way. They're going to pay for this. I'm telling you. All right, I I encourage them. If you go on the zone, you can get the fight for sixty bucks. It's you know, and regular pay per view, eighty four ninety nine. Hey, listen, and one month free uh, subscription to the zone yes. and everything it pro provides, including our show. Want, Come on, man, you got to plug. You got to plug it in. You got to plug I know. it in. Jabs on the zone. Watch that every day. All right, a couple things I want to get to before we get to official predictions. One of the storylines that's emerged during this fight is the weight, right? Like Tank Davis uh, negotiated the terms of the contract where Ryan Garcia has to hit 136 pounds and can only rehydrate up 10 pounds uh, at some point on Saturday. I don't know the exact time that he, he weighs in, but at some point Saturday, Ryan Garcia can only rehydrate. Oscar De La Hoya has kind of grabbed onto this over the last couple of days and used it as you know, a cudgel and used as something to hit Tank Davis with uh, over Tank potentially not being as confident as he professes to be. Do you think that Tank asking for a catchweight and asking for a rehydration clause are signs of anything? Do you think that 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 means anything? No, it doesn't mean nothing. It just means he has leverage. And that's what smart fighters do. Uh, Floyd Mayweather did that uh, plenty of times with opponents. And several fighters of that, that are the A side, they demand stuff like that because they can. Canelo did that with uh, Chavez Jr. and other fighters. Anytime you have that kind of leverage, you use it. And don't be using words like cudgel to me because I have no idea what it means, Maddox. <laughs> All right, just use another word. Uh, yeah, it's just smart, man. It's smart business. It's smart promoting. It's smart being uh, uh, Tank Davis because it, that, that that's all his team. Fighters have pride. They never want to say – Oh, uh, uh, I want him to dehydrate. I, I want him to be a little bit weaker. I want him to, no, no, no. This is a team effort. If it was up to Tank, he would have fought him at any weight. But it's because he has smart management that they they actually uh, wanted that stipulation. So I love that. But I don't think it's going to be a big deal. And I'll tell you why. Because the I IBF has similar uh, a similar uh, a protocol. You can't go over 10 pounds. It's kind of annoying because you got to watch what you eat the very next day until you weigh in. And then you can go back to eating and drinking whatever you want. So it makes no difference that yeah, but Ryan no Garcia Ryan Garcia's never had to deal with that though. Like he's never fought for an IBF belt, so he's never he's had never to, fought for a world title, right? Yeah, but he's but, but the point is he's never had to, you know, watch what he ate after a weigh in. He's always whatever he rehydrated to, he rehydrated to, and that's that's I think that's kind of a big deal, Sergio. I mean, have you it's ever big deal. Ha, have you ever had that in your career? Yes, I fought for the IBF title, and I had to do that several times. Uh, on the contender, I couldn't fluctuate because I had a fight maybe three days later. So I had to watch my weight every single time. Okay, so let, let me drill. Let me drill down on this. Then you fought for the IBF title. What was that? Um, who, who'd you fight for that one? Uh, Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs. Oh, no, no, the no. IBF title. Oh, oh, 
I, I forget, but yeah, it was for the IBF title. Yeah. And it was okay. a 10 so, day, it, it was 10, 10 pounds. pounds. You couldn't exceed right. 10 pounds in 24 right. hours. I remember this because Jacobs, when he fought Gennady Golovkin, you know, blew it off and just wouldn't fight for the IBF belt because he didn't want to worry about getting up or, or having to worry about that the next day. How much did that change how you, you know, operated in the 24 hours after the weigh-in? It's in your mind. I, I'm not going to lie. It, it stays in your mind. And every time you take a drink of water, you go step on the scale. Every time you uh, go to the bathroom, you step on the scale. You, you try to even it out. So, yes, it stays on your mind. And, and it is a mind game. But if you're but if you're in great shape and you know that it's not gonna be an issue, like Ryan Garcia clearly is and looks in great shape. He doesn't look drawn. He looks he he, he doesn't he have doesn't, that doesn't. Mouth. he doesn't he doesn't look drawn, you're right. And he doesn't have cotton mouth either. Anytime you have a fighter that's draining and dehydrated, watch their mouth. They like to they don't like to talk that much. The more they talk, the more they get the the the, the cotton mouth. So you, you always want to watch stuff like that. The, the eyeballs sink in, the, the the cheekbones get drawn in. These are all signs of, of a fighter that's dehydrated. So Ryan Garcia looks great. Did you have to, I'm looking at your record right now, which is always fun for me to do. But did you have to do that for that secondary IBF title? I know you fought Abraham I only, Han. I only, I only lost the two champions, okay? That's I know. It, two rematches. I know. I'm just, don't, don't, don't I'm just telling you, you fought Daniel Jacobs with the WBA belt. It wasn't the IBF belt. Uh, I fought for an IBF title. Uh, yeah, a secondary one, I'm saying. Abraham Hahn, right before the Jacobs fight. Was that also... Yes, it was. That's the one it was, because I was, suppo I was supposed to fight Jermaine Taylor for the IBF title. Oh, Jermaine yes, you were. Started. Yes, you were. No, the second time. I'm talking about the second time. The first time was for Undisputed, which I didn't. The second time was for the IBF, and then he did what he did. With uh, <laughs> He didn't show up. Uh, but yeah, it was a 10-day weigh-in. It was a 10-day weigh-in. In, in a, in a 10-pound weigh-in, weigh yeah. 10-pound weigh-in. Did... So, look, you won that fight against Han by split decision. Did that impact your performance? No. The change of opponent impacted uh, oh, okay. my performance. It was a, it was within 10 days, switching the opponent or whatever it was. No. All right, so uh, as you pointed out, Ryan Garcia looks pretty good. I mean, I talked to him this Great. week. He didn't look like he was having any trouble cutting down in weight. And to me, if you're going to make a list of things I was most interested in, making weight. Ryan Garcia was probably at the top of that list because, look, he fought at 140 in his last fight. That was back in July. He hasn't fought since then. He's a big kid. He's 24 years old. He's growing. Um, not to say that is going to be a difference maker in this fight, but the fact that Ryan Garcia seems to be making weight in a fairly comfortable way, I, I don't know about you, but I think that bodes well for his chances. Like I like to say, man, it's uh, making weight right is half the, the fight won because uh, making weight is actually just as hard as stepping in the ring and fighting for boxers uh, because we know how much of a sacrifice it takes. And we've been doing it since we're young kids uh, and you got to calculate it at the right time. And, and, and if everything goes as planned, then there's no better feeling of that's it. I made it. Now the easy part, I just got to go fight. Making weight is, is such a crucial part. And yes, he does look good. Ryan Garcia has youth on his side so he can take advantage of his body and actually uh, uh, shed extra weight and, and not feel you know, weakened by it. Uh, when, when youth is on your side, you can take advantage of it. I think Ryan Garcia is going to, I think the stars are going to line for him. He's going to look, he looks great. He's going to look great. And I think uh, when it comes time to fight night, it's going to be an explosive fight because of it. I mean, everything's coming uh, to fruition for him. So who, which of these fighters do you have more questions about coming in? Because neither one of them has great resumes. You know, Ryan Garcia has that win over Luke Campbell. 
Tank Davis has that win over Jose Pedraza. But, you know, then we're talking about Javier Fortuna mm-hmm. or Romero Duno on Ryan Garcia's side. You know, Tank's fought some better-known guys. Mario Barrios was a quality win for him. Isak Cruz was probably a quality win for him. Like, which of these fighters do you have more questions about coming in? I have more questions about Tank Davis because, like you said, the resume uh, is iffy on both their parts. And I slightly like Garcia's resume, and I tweeted that before and got a lot of uh, stuff for it. Uh, yeah, I question Tank Davis because, one, we've never seen him hurt. We've never seen him drop. We've never seen him face adversity. And we've seen Ryan Garcia face adversity when he got dropped by Luke Campbell. I mean, that that's a big thing right there. That's when you discover what type of uh, fighter you are. You know, it, it, it's sink or swim. And he passed the test with flying colors, came back and knocked out Luke Campbell. How is Tank Davis going to react if he gets dropped, if he gets rocked, if he gets chin checked, which he will, which he will. This fight, he's going to get he's going to get uh, hit. And how is he going to react to that that speed, that power, that surprise? You know, is he going to shell up or is he, uh, he going to show out? These are questions you don't know because we've never seen it. I mean, he's 28 years old and he hasn't been hurt. Because he hasn't fought champions. And Ryan Garcia, even though he hasn't fought a champion himself, he's fought former champions and he fought Luke Campbell, who dropped him, gold medalist. And uh, he, he was able to fight for some titles himself. So that's the big question. How's Tank going to react when he gets chin checked? Do you worry at all about Ryan Garcia's defense? Because, you know, mm-hmm. Ryan will tell you that, look, he's never been cut. His face has never been beat up in fights. But Luke Campbell did drop him with one of those sweeping lefts uh, that we know Tank Davis is capable of throwing. And look, he's flat-footed. He doesn't move his head an awful lot. Like, how concerned uh, are you about Ryan Garcia's defense against Tank, who will be the biggest puncher Ryan's ever faced? I've been very concerned from Ryan Garcia's defense. He doesn't have upper body movement. He doesn't move his head. Uh, he doesn't react well when he's ever when, when fighters get on the inside and break that range. Uh, he doesn't move. A lot. He doesn't use the entire ring because he's so damn quick with his hands and, and he has so much power. So he hasn't had to do that, but he's going to have to do that against uh, uh, Tank Davis. And the reason he doesn't do that, not only is because he has those attributes, but because of his trainer as well. You know, uh, Goosen, uh, Joe Goosen, he trains fighters to be flat footed. I mean, Diego Corrales, uh, uh, Michael Nunn. Uh, you got, I mean, you had so many fighters that had a lot of speed, a lot of power, but they're tall, lanky fighters. You know, so they, they didn't have, with power. So they didn't have to move. They didn't have to do all that. They didn't have to, you know, uh, 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 bob and weave like that. They rely on a long jab, a big right hand, and, you know, go for the knockout. Ryan Garcia, it, if Tank, let me take that back, when Tank gets in the inside, we're going to have to see how Ryan Garcia reacts to that. Normally, he just shells up. You're not going to be able to shell up against a power puncher like, like Tank Davis. How is he going to fight back once, once Tank breaks that range? which he will. That's when we're going to see something special. I mean, <laughs> everyone is choosing Tank by knockout. I think this is going to be an explosive, dangerous fight for both fighters that doesn't go past four rounds. I'm saying it. I'm saying that this, that's, this, this generation's Gen Z, Hagler versus Hearns, the war, won three rounds. Both of them got hurt. I see it going the exact same way. I don't, I don't know if it can be Hagler-Hearns because from the opening bell, those two guys were just trading. And... I don't see that happening in this fight because Javante is historically a slow starter and he's not a volume but Garcia puncher. Is, but, but, but Garcia is a fast starter. He is. So and that's why I think, I think it's you know, if, 
if Ryan wins, it's probably because he catches Tank in the first five or six rounds. I think if it gets past six, Ryan's in a lot of trouble because, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before, but I hate, I generally hate the idea or I hate it when it's said that, you know, guys are processing information in the ring or downloading information. Downloading. In the ring. Tank does that though. Like Tank is learning on the fly and figuring out how to get to his opponent. And he said, great fighters do long. that. Great fighters do that. Right. But they, he has they said, all week long. Do what they do. he's used the they phrase, process Sergio. the situation. They time the speed, they time the range, they time the power, they get a feeling for it. They want to see how hard a, a fighter hits when the, the shots are reflecting off the shoulders, off the glove. And then once you get, it is dangerous to, that, to do that against Ryan though. And I've said this, it is dangerous to, to, to kind of think too much mm-hmm. against Ryan early on because you and I have been in those fighter meetings with Ryan Garcia opponents. They never really kind of understand how fast and strong he is until the fight's over. Like, it's oftentimes a little dismissive. Remember, Manuel Tego was like, nah, nah, he, he can't hit, he can't do that. And he ran for 12 rounds. Like, guys never really believe what Ryan's got until they're in the ring with him. You know, if Tank gets too cute early on, Ryan's going to catch him with something. Now, if, now, later rounds, if he gets on the inside, huge advantage, Tank Davis, because I don't think Ryan is going to be able to hang with the counterpunching of Tank. And I think Ryan's got to be really careful not to get over-eager in this fight, not to do what Rolly Romero did in his fight with Tank last year, which was kind of lunge in and then take a big counter shot. Because even when Tank's punches don't look that hard, they clearly are powerful. I mean, that Rolly Romero counter didn't look like the hardest of shots, but Rolly went down and was out at that point uh, of the fight. So... I look at this fight, the first half, Ryan Garcia, big advantages. Second half, Tank Davis, big advantages. I think the first half is going to be 50-50. Second half is going to be Tank Davis. Uh, that's why I think Tank's the favorite in this fight, you know, because of that, because of the fact that uh, that he has the power. I think he has a, a smart fight IQ, and he can box as well. If, if, hear me out on this, if Tank Davis comes out and starts fainting, foot faints, uh, hand faints, upper body faints. Very good to get, If he does that early, then you're going to know he has a game plan. He, that, that Tank Davis has a game plan because he's trying to get that mousetrap left hook to, to, to snap. So how do you get that going? By feigning. Once that goes, Tank could come inside with the left hand to the body and then the uppercuts and over the top. That's when Garcia gets the shell up. Once Garcia shells up, then it's it's uh you know you can throw every punch in the book if you're Tank Davis. That's the power of of a southpaw. Once he breaks that range, the punches could come from a left-handed angle, and 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 Tank is very good at dissecting the body. So not only are you oh, you, you got to watch out for the upper body hooks, but he always goes goes down to the body, comes up with uppercuts. It's gonna be dangerous, man. If Tank if Tank comes out fainting and breaks that distance within two rounds, I, I don't see Garcia lasting the distance. No, Tank is a very intelligent fighter in the ring, mm-hmm. and he and Calvin Ford are going to have a really good game plan coming into this fight. So I think Ryan uh, has to find a way to you know, test that chin a little bit early on because we still don't know if Tank has a chin. Uh, we're not sure about Ryan. Like, getting knocked down by Luke Campbell, Luke Campbell, not the biggest puncher in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, that leaves open the question of whether Ryan can get caught and really badly hurt in these situations. But I think at some point, Sergio, both these guys are going to have to dig really deep. They're both going to get clipped. They're both going to get tested. And I think whoever can dig deepest and overcome adversity is going to win this fight. That's so cliche, man. I mean, you're a what? writer. They're going to face Can't adversity. You come up with something else? They have to face adversity and dig deep. Come on, man. You're a writer. Be Look, more Sergio, creative. I felt this. 
Sergio, I, I said the same thing about Caleb Plant, David Benavidez. I thought Caleb Plant was going to have to bite down and face adversity, and how he dealt with it was going to determine I get how that what fight you're went. He didn't, All I'm saying he wasn't is you're able a writer. To, can't, you, can't you embellish and decorate it with some Oh, my words? God. Like, I used the word cudgel, and to, you didn't know what it was. Look, I'm going to give you a line. Oh, God. Both these combatants are going to have to muster up the adversity and the energy. You don't muster up adversity. The, to produce the prowess of what makes gladiators. You don't produce at the prowess either. Level. You but are you know what I'm trying to say. Butchering the English language right now. Absolutely butchering the English. I didn't graduate college, Manix. You did. So how about you use some some brilliance in your words and your writing? Aren't you technically like four credits away from graduating college? Isn't that still a thing? Three. Three, Three credits away. And it's junior college. Junior <laughs> college, great. All right. Official prediction from you for this fight. What do you got? I got uh Tank Davis, an explosive, dynamite, dangerous short fight under four rounds. Wow. Wow. I got Ryan oh, yeah. Garcia by stoppage. I, I just, yeah. I think he's going to get that left hook off against Tank. And while I think Tank is better than anyone he's ever faced, Pause. while I think Tank, hold on, while I think Tank has a good chin and will show it in this fight, Speed kills. It always kills. And you, I, I just go back. I know Fortune is not Tank by any stretch. She is a poor, poor, poor man's version of Tank. But he didn't see any of those punches coming. And he was just beaten down over the course of that fight. I also think the <clears throat> fact that Tank is a southpaw works to his benefit against a lot of fighters. But Ryan Garcia is as familiar with fighting southpaws as anyone. Not just because... Luke Campbell was a southpaw, or Javier Fortuna was a southpaw. But Ryan Garcia grew up with a younger brother who is a boxer who is also a southpaw. So his early life sparring sessions were against southpaws. So he's going to be as prepared for that dynamic, which Sergio, I think, matters in this situation. Like southpaws can be very difficult to figure out. It's why guys don't run to fight them when they when they have other options. But Ryan Garcia being comfortable in that particular situation, I think, will work in his favor. Uh, I agree with a lot of, of what you say, but I don't think he's going to catch him with a left hook. You know how hard is it to catch a southpaw that's five foot five, you know, with a with a left hook? It's going to be really hard because they're so uh, what's the word? Concise. Fortuna. So, Fortuna was the same dimension. Fortuna's five foot seven. We're talking about five foot five in tank, and and, and he literally is a tank. He knows how to fight small. Yeah. You're not going to fight a guy like that or or a guy like Isak Cruz and catch him with check left hooks. You're not going to do that because they're they're like tanks right here. It's going to ricochet off the top of their head. It's going to ricochet off the top of their glove. The right hand is how you catch uh, southpaws. That's the major punch and uppercuts. But it's going to be hard for a taller fighter like like Garcia, who's five foot eleven, to catch a five foot five with, with uppercuts. It's going to be jabs and right hands. If Garcia gets out of the first half of the fight, it's because he's coming out jabbing, fainting, and using right hands. I don't think that I don't think the hooks are going to be a, a major factor against a fighter that's five foot five and 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 as explosive and dangerous as Tank. You think there's any chance this fight could go to a decision? No, I think this fight ends in a knockout. That, there's no way. First of all. Uh, uh, Garcia is not made for for the second half of the fight. He's an explosive fighter. You know, we've seen him against Tego going the second half and kind of you know uh, struggle and pinning him down and cutting off the ring. Ah, Tego Tank ran. Though, that's the Tego ring. ran. Tego ran. Doesn't matter. He still didn't know how to cut off the ring because it's because he fights flat footed. Garcia. Gar and, uh, uh, Tank's uh, not going to run though. Like that's you know he's going to be there. Tank's going to push him back. Push him Tank's back. Gonna, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna. I, the fight doesn't end in 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 a distance. There's no way it goes in the decision. 
decision. Someone's going to get knocked out. Someone's I'm ready for this fight, out. man. I'm ready. This is, I, I haven't been this excited for a fight in years, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't seen you excited in five years working with you. Thanks for your time, Sergio. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now, I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do because I still have my first car. And as long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car probably until the day I die. Uh, that's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like... say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Leonard Ellerby is the CEO of Mayweather Promotions. He will be in Las Vegas on Saturday as part of the biggest fight in boxing. Gervonta Davis, Ryan Garcia, that's a fight you can exclusively watch on pay-per-view, and Leonard joins me here uh, on the show. Leonard, I will say this right off the top. I was in Brooklyn less than a year ago, and I saw you, and you were pretty convinced back then that this fight was not going to happen. So what has changed in the last 10 months or so that we are now preparing for Gervonta versus Ryan? Well, a lot has changed. Um, You know, initially, as you were well aware, because I was very vocal about it, that I had sent two offers over to Golden Boy um, at that time, not obviously, you know, at the same time, but two different times. And they just weren't ready to make that fight at that particular time. 
you know, Tank has always been willing to to make that fight with Ryan Garcia. And but the time is now. You know, you got these two young undefeated guys coming together. And I give both of the fighters all the credit because again, they are the ones that actually made it happen. But as you just mentioned, if it was up to Golden Boy, we know that this fight wouldn't be happening. Well, I mean, I don't know that to be true. Like I I I don't think Golden Boy has shielded Ryan from that type of fight. Maybe they have like Devin Haney or I, I'm, Devin Haney's really the only one I know they've probably shielded him from. But I think they would have done, for the right deal, would have done a tank fight in the last couple of years. No? No. No. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, all this water, water, you know, water under the bridge. We're here now. And that's the most but you, important thing. You believe, did you believe over the years that Ryan Garcia wanted this fight? A thousand percent. Mm. Look, you got to, you know, if you paid attention to my opening comments at the presser, um, I looked him in his eyes and stated to him that, you know, we were in, we were in uh, Florida for the uh, Floyd Logan Paul, and I ran into him outside of the, my hotel. And we actually had a, like a 20-minute conversation you know, about it, you know, and, and I told him at that time that, that it's going to be coming your way. You just got to put your foot down and, and make your team, meaning your promoter, do it. And I told him this to his face, and he will tell you this. I said, this will be life-changing money. And I said it to him again, this will be life-changing money, and this is something, again, is that this is what it's all about, landing on the line. You know, it's, 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 that's what it is. So Tank is the A side in this fight for good reason. He is, you know, one of the biggest stars in all of boxing domestically. Really, only Canelo uh, does numbers that are uh, that exceed Gervonta's. Uh, you've been part of his growth over the last few years. Um, the multi-million dollar gates in in several cities: East Coast, West Coast, Central America. What is it about Gervonta Davis that? has connected him to fans in the way that he has? Um, it's, it's his, what he brings to the table. You know, he has a fan base, um, which has expanded each and every fight. He gives the fans exactly what they want to see. The fans pay their hard-earned money, and they want to be entertained. And he, he, that's what he does. He's, he's the most exciting fighter in the entire sport, and I've been very adamant about that. Um, I love his fighting style. When he comes to the ring, he ain't coming to play. He coming to get you out of there. And that's what the fans want to see. So we have seen Gervonta unquestionably grow as a star. What people, and I've definitely been one of them, have been clamoring for have been to see him in with one of the top guys in and around his weight class. Why has it taken so long to get him to the point where he is in this kind of super fight? Well, one, Chris, uh, the lightweight title has changed four times in the last two and a half years. <laughs> that's the answer to your question. <laughs> well, that's not really the answer to my question. Like, you, you could have pursued fights with Teofimo, with Devin Haney, with Ryan Garcia. As you said, you did pursue a fight with Ryan Garcia, but... It has just seemed, and look, these are the words of Floyd, that you wanted to keep things in-house for as long as possible. Why was that the right strategy? Well, let, let me let me kind of touch on that. That Floyd said that, and he said that in the context of what the conversation was. Fights 
are made when they make sense for both sides. Okay. As you stated, Tank is the A side to any of these situations with any of these guys. Okay. What it comes down to is that, see, and, and again, you know, you know what it is. And I know you're trying to educate your, 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 um, your, your fan base. Um, it just has to make business sense for the other side. You know, there's no way possible that you have going to have another promoter that's going to try to make a fight with, say, a Javante Davis when it doesn't benefit his promotional company, you know, long-term, short-term. Because, one, you know, promoters make these fights when, let's, let's call it what it is, when it makes a lot of money. And in their case, you know, because I understand what the business is and, and sometimes, you know, some of the critics don't understand what the landscape looks like, you know, and, and you oftentimes you'll hear me saying, well, Aaron's not going to do this. This person's not going to do this because I know what it is. I know what it is. But to, ask okay. you, yeah. to further answer your question, um, the lightweight title has changed hands and, you know, a, a few times. Haney has all the titles, you know, at the moment. He's a terrific fighter. You know, I, I like I personally have been, you know, impressed with what, what him and his dad has been able to do thus far. You know, he has a good fight with uh, Lomacheco in front of him, and that's what that is. But our focus is on what's in front of us, and that's Ryan Garcia, which is the biggest fight in boxing. And me personally, you know, Tank will make this, his decision who he's fighting post you know this fight when he knocks ryan out um and that's it's gonna be what it's gonna be it's it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be he can't fight everybody in one night he, he just can't do that thanks an active guy on social media can be uh do you think the criticism of his opponents has bothered him over the last couple of years um i will say bothered him i think at times that you know like sometimes he, you, you know, somebody might catch me in a certain kind of mood and I might say something, say something slick. But it's just what it is. It's part of the game. And what he does understand that that the criticism comes when you're on top. That's when, you, you know, because everybody wants your spot. That's what it comes down to. So over the over the last couple of years, he's matured. And from that aspect of of having a better understanding on why he's received certain criticism, is do you look at Tank as being different than Floyd in the respect that Floyd? I don't know if Floyd always made the greatest business decisions early. He took the toughest fights early, whether it was Diego Corrales, Jose Luis Castillo, a couple of times. He went to Arturo Gotti's backyard to fight him in New Jersey before he became Money Mayweather. He was pretty boy and he was dominating. You know, really high-level guys. Like, that to me feels like the difference. It feels like Gervonta went to Pretty Boy Floyd or went to Money Floyd before going through the Pretty Boy Floyd period. I have to disagree with you on that, Chris, only because these are two different eras. And people always want to compare what Floyd did, what Floyd did. Floyd did his thing, and it was a different era. You know, there was a lot of great fighters around at that time when Floyd was fighting. You, you, you know what I mean? And, and But this era is different. You, you have some very good fighter, young fighters. But at the end of the day, 
you know, it's 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 more about being consistent and beating the top guys over a period of time. And I think that, you know, so some of the fans and media um, have uh, criticized Tank in the past about fighting this guy. And, and all I've said is that, well, fight who? You know, it was, first it was T.O., okay? Then I told you guys that he wasn't with y'all were making him out to be. Okay, then he, you know, you know with, with how the title has moved. And so we'll see what it's what it's like. If, but Tank wants all the smoke. He wants all the smoke. It just it just comes down to you can't do it all in one night. This is the start of he's the first one guy that's getting in there with another young undefeated guy. Okay. So let this be the start of something great for the fans, you know, moving forward. But Tank wants all the smoke. And I'm very confident he can beat each and every one of those guys. So against Ryan Garcia at, at these press conferences, Tank Davis said effectively Ryan Garcia only has a left hook. Do you believe that Ryan Garcia only has a left hook? We're going to find out come next Saturday night. <laughs> All right, let me ask it this way. What worries you about Ryan Garcia? Nothing, wor nothing worries me. He's a very good fighter, and I'm going to always give credit where credit is due, you know, some of the fans want to downplay him. You know why they want to downplay him now? Because he's fighting Tank Davis. If he wasn't fighting Tank Davis, it'll be a different story. Because at one point, some of the media, not saying you, he was one of the four kings, remember? <laughs> it, well, you're talking about Ryan, right? Right. Ryan was he was he was part of No, you you can say you can say it's me. I, I was in Brooklyn when you were saying Specifically, it was me. You know, Mannix thinking Ryan Garcia is this great thing. Mannix thinking Ryan Garcia is one of these stars. Look, I have, but letter my pumping this pumping guys up is honestly just to get to this point. Like this is what we all want. We all want to be in Vegas for a Garcia tank fight. I have heard, and you know, I do cover the NBA. You know a lot of NBA guys. They're all in my messages, uh, texting me. You know, DMs. How do we get tickets to the fight? You know, when's the fight? What's the date? What's happening? This is the kind of fight that captivates mainstream attention. So that when I'm pumping Ryan up and trying to push that fight along, I just want to get to this spot, my man. I just want to get where we are right now. Chris, guess what? I ain't mad at you for that. I mean, <laughs> he, he's done he's done a really really good job himself of marketing himself, and he has a he's a great a great internal team. And you know, I give credit where credit is due. He's done a phenomenal job. Of with you know doing the self promotion and putting himself in a position where that he has a lot of attention on him. He has a a whole base of of, of young influencers, TikTokers, and along with that, also fight fans who really understand that you know in my in my eyes he's always been a very good fighter. I've just always said he can't be tanked, but he's I've always thought that he's been a very good fighter. I like what he does inside the ring. He has a, a, a very good skill set, like the job that his dad has done with him to build him, to, you know, get him to a certain point. I like the job that Joe Goosen has come in and, and kind of improves and tweaks some things, which I noticed firsthand that some of the fans might not notice. But he's a good fighter. He's a good, and, and this fight isn't going to be, you know, easy. But I expect Tank to go in there and do exactly what he's supposed to do because the IQ is different. The skill set is different. And and we're going to find out if Ryan can take a punch. We're going to find out if he can take a shot. 
How certain are you that Tank can take a punch? I'm very confident that I've seen Tank get hit in the gym. I've seen him get hit in fights. And I know he takes a good shot. You, We've seen guys, you know, who not who don't take a, a greater shot, you know, from different weight classes. We've seen guys get buzzed. You know, it's happened to the best of the fighters, you know. And at some point, every fighter is going to face adversity in their career. You know, it's just a matter of just how do you how do you handle it? But there's one of one of Tank's greatest strengths is he has a very good chin. That's one of his greatest strengths. He has a very good chin. Can Tank fight against Ryan Garcia the same way he's fought against Mario Barrios, against Roly Romero, against Hector Luis Garcia? And, and when I say that, I'm more referring to how selective he is. You know, Tank's not a volume punching guy. He's a thinker in the ring. He's someone that looks for, you know, downloads information, looks for big shots. Can you do that against a guy as explosive as Ryan Garcia? Um, Tank Tank is a complete fighter. Tank, so he can do it all. He can do it all. If he needs to turn it up from round one, he can do that. You know, if he, if he sees that, but he's not a reckless fighter. See, there, there's a difference. He's a thinking fighter. I agree. He, he picks his shots. And he sets traps and he does all that kind of. Well, who knows? This fight might be from from round one. This might this fight right here might be Hearns Hagler all over again. <laughs> we don't know. I don't think that's too much. That's too much. Too no, far. No, we don't. Listen, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but I do know the fight's going to end in a knockout, and Tank Davis is going to be raising his hand at the end of the night. However it goes, I, I'm of the opinion, Leonard, that. If this fight ends inside six rounds, it's going to be because Ryan Garcia ended. If this fight ends six rounds or later, it's going to be because Tank Davis ended it. What do you think of that? Well, I don't see any scenario where Ryan Garcia wins the fight. But it, it Tank could knock him out in one. Or it could be nine. It could be 12. It could be three. At some point, he's getting knocked out. I, don't, I can't call a round, but I just... I know what the outcome is going to be. My guy is just, he, he's, he, he has everything. He does everything great. And Ryan does everything really good. But Tank just does everything bad. Leonard Ellerby, the CEO of Mayweather Promotions. Uh, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia, live on pay-per-view uh, from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, uh, Saturday, April 22nd. Leonard, I enjoy you with the uh, new beard, too, so uh, I appreciate you. Uh, Thank your you, time. Chris. You know, getting a compliment from you, you know that's big. <laughs> I appreciate that, boss. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.